Of all the improvements or focus we may have on our organizations or supply chain, the most important keystone in everything that we do is what our internal and external customers' loyalty is and the relationship we have between the leaders of the organization and those two categories of customers. Our internal and external customers are not lifeless commodities. External customers are the ones who pay the bills in your organization and provide payroll for your internal customers or employees. Our internal customers are the ones that provide the means for the organization to provide a good or service to the external customers. In the end, a loss of customers or customer loyalty will equal devastation and fear. Depending on how bad the loss of customers is, it could mean closing your doors and going out of business. My hope is that this series of the 13 Laws of System Optimization will give us a larger and all-encompassing perspective to help take us to the next level from our traditional lean manufacturing training. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Hayden Barker from Continuous Improvement Journey, where we help you take Continuous Improvement to the next level so you can destroy your organization's status quo, devastate your competitors, and fuel revolutionary innovation. I want to thank all of you who have listened to our podcast so far. I'm excited to join with you as we travel along our Continuous Improvement journey. For episode 10, let's dive into our two combined topics for this week about the 6th and 7th law of the 13 laws of system optimization by discussing the law of customer and the law of employee relations. I thought it'd be best first to talk about our external customers and then dive into more detail about the importance of our internal customers. As far as our external customers are concerned, before doing a hack job of investing time and energy into our 5S program or hunting around for the eight ways in our organization, one of the best first steps I know about doing on our continuous improvement journey is to visit your customers and ask them the following three questions. Now, I'm sure that there are other questions than these, but these three questions should be a start to increasing our external customer awareness. The first question is, what guides your decision to keep us as your preferred supplier? The second question is, what are some points of concern or deciding factors that would cause you to go with another supplier in the future? And the third and last question, what would you value the most about the products or services that you purchase from our organization? The responses we will receive from our external customers in regards to these three questions will help us hone in and create a laser-like focus on resolving very specific symptoms of deficiency in our organizations. Many organizations forget to ask their customers these or similar questions, leaving the knowledge gained about what we really should be improving on in our system organization up to chance. We may take no thought about these questions and instead rely on some type of osmosis process lined with delusion that everything is okay with a relationship with our external customer. Or another option we may unfortunately take is the easy road of participating in typical haphazard improvement approaches that are nice, but in reality this approach is weak and uninspiring similar to many of the poor definitions of lean who define waste as anything that the customer is not willing to pay for. 
When our improvements side more with the haphazard approach, our improvements become too general and insufficient to help us realize and reach our vision of what future success looks like for our organization when we don't focus on what our external customers specifically will like us to have improved. This is not what we should conform to do. We should be guided by having a laser-like focus so we don't have to wonder if our improvements will return any investment of our time and resources. If we ask these three questions to our external customers, what we'll be doing instead is working on specific issues that our customers before were secretly despising about our processes and current state systems that we were worshipping at the time. If your customers say that your design of your product is garbage or your on-time delivery is rubbish, what inspiration and direction does that provide you and your organization? The responses from your customers to these three questions will help put us into perspective the importance of whether or not our 5S floor tape is perfectly square with the machinery and walkways now no longer mean as much as satisfying our customers. Yes, 5S and floor tape are part of our continuous improvement journey and help us improve what we lack, but it should never be the main focus and mindset that doing 5S or reducing waste is the end destination. There is a higher purpose before us as we travel along our continuous improvement journey. All we have to do is ask our customers what they see us doing well on and what they would like to see improved to serve them and the world in a larger, effective ways than focusing on what we think we should do to improve. Once we ask some serious questions instead of beating around the bush, you will be astonished by your external customers' responses. If you fear that these three questions will make you or your customer feel uncomfortable, well, there is a significant missing link of trust between you and the customer. Connecting this gap or missing link will be one of the first and most powerful steps along our continuous improvement journey. Just like we talked about in the previous episode about building robust supplier relations, we need to spend the time and opportunity in building robust relations with our internal and external customers. Whatever response we get from these three questions can be fed directly back into our product, supply chain, and process designs along with our contrition improvement initiatives. But what if our customers are not satisfied, or we never ask our customers for feedback and don't know why they are not satisfied? In W. Edward Deming's book, Out of the Crisis, he said, No one can guess the future of lost business from a dissatisfied customer. The cost to replace a defective item on the production line is fairly easy to estimate, but the cost of a defective item that goes out to the customer defies measure. In another section of Out of the Crisis, Deming talked about unknown and unknowable costs and figures that we must understand in our organizations. You may ask, well, how do we understand unknown or unknowable costs? Deming provided an answer to this question by saying, what are the multiplying effects on sales that come from a happy customer and the opposite effect from unhappy customers. Yes, these unknown and unwillable costs and figures are hard to put a price tag on. Nevertheless, they are the highest and most critical costs and figures that we should be aware of every day so we can increase the quality and experience that our products and services are providing to our external customers and the world. 
just as important as having happy and returning external customers is to have happy and returning internal customers, or another word for internal customers is employees. We need to provide an atmosphere to enable employees across all departments to come together and solve our organization's problems and headaches. If a contribution way of life is not created in our organization, we will be in a constant struggle between the people, tools, and processes in our system. Similar to the previous three questions that I recommend we visit our customers and ask, we should be visiting with our internal customers or employees and ask them the following three questions as a gauge of how well we are doing as an organization in satisfying our internal customers. The first question is, what guides your decision to stay with our organization? The second question may seem uncomfortable. Nevertheless, we should not be scared in any way to ask this question. The question is, what are some points of concern or deciding factors that would cause you to leave our organization and go somewhere else? And for the third and last question, what do you value the most about our organization and our products or services? Because these are very pointed questions, I guess I should have prefaced by saying these questions should never be asked in an abrupt or upfront way in a one-on-one conversation with a leader, an organization, and the internal customer or employee. Before a leader in an organization asks these three questions in a one-on-one conversation with their employees, diffuse the situation by asking and answering these questions for yourself first. In doing so, the internal customer employee will hopefully understand that you are genuine, so they don't answer question number two with only positive responses out of fear of losing their job. A leader and an internal customer or employee's trust is built upon having these heart-heart conversations by being vulnerable with each other. Sharing these three questions, especially the second question, with each other in a one-on-one meeting will help you down the path in building employees' trust with the various leaders in the organization. Just as the unmeasurable information that you will receive by asking these similar questions to our external customers to help guide us in our decision-making process and our, as it will be our driving force in what we should be improving in our process system in an organization, these are three questions that we should be asking our internal customers or employees on a regular basis as well and are just as unmeasurable in what we should be doing to improve how we manage your organization the motivation behind our leadership style, and the trust with our internal employees. When our employees are satisfied and have pride in their work, what is the result in quality and satisfaction of our employees? Just the opposite is true what occurs when our employees are dissatisfied and disengaged from their work. Unfortunately, poor quality of products and services and higher rates of employee turnover will occur. Two things that go along with this concept of the realization that our internal customers and employees are the most important asset. W. Edwards Deming said this in his book, Out of the Crisis, when he said, People in management are accustomed to long hours, faced with declining sales, declining quarterly dividends, increase in almost anything, and they have plenty to worry about. They can face these problems, but are helpless to face the problems of people. They shrug off problems of people with crab walk and wishful thinking, hoping that the problems will go away. 
Deming then goes on to say in another section of Out of the Crisis when he said, Turnover goes up as the proportion of defective items go up, and turnover goes down when it becomes obvious to the employee that the management is trying to improve the process. He, meaning the internal customer or employee, so he that feels important to do a job will make every effort to be on that job. In closing, I know I tend to get a little carried away when I talk about the poor outcome of typical lean training and the crappy definitions that some come up with that lean's sole purpose is only removing waste that external customers are not willing to pay for. In the light of everything that we covered in this episode, this definition of lean actually is a good definition. So, in reference to this definition of lean, in regards to our external customers of not wanting to pay for waste in an organization, let me leave you with a provoking thought. What waste are there in our organization that our internal customers are not willing to deal with each day? What are some wastes that you can think of that are sucking potential energy out of our organization or system? If you've not subscribed, left a rating, or a review on the Contrition Improvement Journey podcast, please do so now. After we finish off our journey on the 13 Laws of System Optimization, I wanted to take the podcast in a new direction in 2023 and would greatly like your feedback and comments on how we suck, starting out on our first podcasts, what are we doing well so far, and what suggestions you have to make our podcast better in the coming years. One idea that I had for the podcast show to liven things up is having an Ask Me Anything submission question over email by emailing me at hayden at cijourney.com, so H-A-Y-D-E-N at cijourney.com. For your questions, it can be anything from suggestions and questions related to lean, six segment, anything contributes improvement, to nothing related to contributes improvement, to hate mail, thank you mail, or whatever it is, I would love to hear from you, my friend, and see what I can do to answer your questions. Thank you, my friend, for listening. I'll catch back up with you in the next episode.